welcome to the first episode of Capturing Calm. I'm Ellie McDonald. I am a nature photographer and I'm currently studying for my Master's in Mindfulness and Compassion at the University of Aberdeen. And I'm delighted to have you join me as we embark on a journey where photography meets mindfulness. Whether you're an experienced photographer, a mindfulness practitioner, or you're just curious about either of those, this episode is your doorway into a world where every click of the shutter is a step into presence and awareness. Today, I'd like to peel back the layers of the practice mindful photography. It's not just a method, it's a way of seeing, experiencing, and capturing the world. But before we look at mindful photography, I'd like to talk a little bit about mindfulness and what that is before incorporating another practice into it. So mindfulness has become a little bit of a buzzword recently, and I think its meaning and definition might have been lost slightly in translation. So mindfulness isn't about clearing your mind of thoughts and being blissed out and happy and like having no thoughts at all in your head. John Kabat-Zinn defines mindfulness as awareness that arises through paying attention on purpose in the present moment, non-judgmentally. Now, non-judgmentally is really important here because it's one of the most crucial aspects of mindful photography, in my opinion. Mindfulness is a mental state achieved by focusing your awareness on the present moment while calmly acknowledging and accepting your feelings, thoughts and bodily sensations without pushing away or rejecting anything that may be uncomfortable or unappealing to you. It's about accepting what's there and not trying to change that. So the key aspects of mindfulness are firstly present moment awareness. So mindfulness involves being fully aware of what's happening in the present rather than dwelling on the past or worrying about the future. It means noticing and appreciating the sensations, thoughts, feelings you're experiencing right now as they're happening. And a critical aspect of this is observing your present experience without judgment. As I've already touched upon, rather than labeling thoughts or feelings as good or bad, and they're in quotes, if you can't see me, if you're just listening to the podcast, mindfulness teaches you to observe them as they are. So an example of that would be, say I'm feeling anxious, instead of going, oh no, I'm feeling anxious, that's bad, I need to stop feeling anxious, oh no. It's simply labeling it as anxious. I'm just noticing that, okay, I'm feeling anxious, I'm just going to let it be there. I'm just going to let that anxiety be there. Because what we resist persists. And this is something that I've been really trying to think about recently a lot more on what we resist persists because I resist a lot, a lot of things I try and push away because as a human being, just like everybody else, I want to be happy. I want to be healthy. I want to be safe. And I do resist a lot of thoughts and feelings and sensations and they do get worse and they do continue to bother me and they will continue to bubble up throughout the days, weeks and months. So instead of labeling thoughts good or bad, labeling experiences good or bad, let's try and label them as what they are, let them be there and just watch them as they come and go because they will come and go. Mindfulness really encourages accepting whatever like arises in the present moment. So this doesn't mean being passive or resigned, but rather it's about recognizing and accepting our current feelings and thoughts without trying to change them. So it's exactly what I was was just saying, really. It's just trying to accept 
whatever's coming up at the time. And this really does connect to mindful photography. And I will come on to this later. You cannot change where you are, what you're taking a photo of, what's happening, the weather, the environment you're in, the seasons, um, the light, for example. You have to accept what's there now and capture that. And it's, it's the same. It's the same concept. Many mindfulness practices involve a heightened awareness of the body. So that's usually through focused breathing, um, scanning different parts of the body. So through a body scan or just being aware of physical sensations as they occur in the body. And mindfulness also can help us to learn to respond to situations more clearly and calmly rather than impulsively reacting to things. It really develops the capacity to pause, to observe and then to act. So through mindfulness, and this is definitely something I found, I'm able to mindfully respond to an experience or a situation instead of impulsively react. And that has changed not only how I live my life, but also how my relationships are um, around me as well. That's working and personal relationships. Being able to respond instead of react is a really powerful thing. Um, and, and that's something that I've learned through mindfulness. Mindfulness is often cultivated through regular practices like meditation, yoga, or other exercises that encourage a focused attention and awareness, like mindful photography. So it really does fit in. Um, and if we think of mindful photography as a practice like yoga, you can kind of see where, where it's going. Mindfulness practices can be broadly categorized into two types, and that's formal and informal. And mindful photography can actually slot into both of those. So understanding the two can help sort of incorporate it more efficiently into our daily lives and our daily routines. So a formal mindful practice, are, they're usually structured and often follow specific techniques or routines. They're, they're usually set aside as a distinct time in your schedule. They often involve various forms of meditation, such as sitting meditation, a body scan or a walking meditation. And a walking meditation is something that's really relevant with mindful photography. And I will be doing an episode later on in the series um, about how we can do a mindful walk and a mindful photography session at the same time and really incorporate both of those really powerful practices with each other. Formal practices might include guidance from a teacher or guided meditation apps or audio. So I actually use Headspace. I use Calm as well. And I also attend daily mindfulness practice sessions through the Mindfulness Association. I'm a member of the Mindfulness Association. You don't need to be to access these practices, but they do have loads of other great tools and, and um, things that you can use to, to help really embed your mindfulness practice. And if you go to the Mindfulness Association website, you'll find that they do a daily practice every day at half past 10 in the morning and one at 7 p.m. in the evening. And you can go along and um, one of their practitioners will take you through a guided meditation for half an hour. There's usually lots of other people in, in the room with you. It's, it's all online, so you can just do it at home. And it's a really lovely way to um, 
hold yourself accountable to that practice every day because you know the teachers there, the sangha or, or the group of meditators are there as well for you. And it's live. And it just means that every day, you know, you've got that meditation practice available for you. Um, I personally really like it because knowing that other people are there means I'll turn up. Sometimes I'm guilty of thinking, oh, I'll go and do a meditation. And then so many other things will get in the way. Um, you know, something at work or anything else or go and empty the dishwasher or something. I should be doing that. I should be doing that instead of meditation practice. Um, but having this, this free guided meditation every day, twice a day in the week is a fabulous way to make sure I actually turn up and go. So um, formal meditation practices do require a regular and often daily uh, practice to really embed them. And consistency does help in, in cultivating that deeper level of mindfulness. And it can lead to significant changes in, in brain patterns, which are related to attention and emotion regulation. And again, I'll go through these in, an, in, a, in a future episode on, on the neurological changes that can happen with mindfulness. And we'll obviously look specifically at mindful photography. So informal mindful practices, then, um, these are the practices that you can integrate into your your daily life. So it's about bringing mindfulness awareness to everyday activities. So that can include bringing mindfulness to when you're eating, listening to somebody talking, walking, um, engaging in conversation, making a cup of tea. That's that's my favorite one. I make a lot of tea throughout the day. So I like to incorporate an informal me uh, meditation practice every time I make a cup of tea, uh, which works really well for me. It means I've got just two or three minutes where I'm mindfully making that cup of tea. I'm in the present moment. I am watching the, uh, the steam come out from the cup. I'm smelling the tea. I'm stirring the tea. I'm feeling the warmth of the cup. So it's a really nice way. And it's Little, little and often for me really works. And, uh, and I think it's a really great way to start integrating mindfulness into your day. It doesn't really take much um, effort to do it. Unlike the formal practice, informal mindfulness, it doesn't require a specific time set aside. So you can just be mindful in the midst of whatever you're doing in daily life, which I love because it means I don't have to sit down and um, fidget my way through a practice. I can just do it whatever I'm doing. I'm quite a busy person, so I can be mindfully busy, which is which is fab. Informal practices are highly adaptable. They can be done anytime and they can be done anywhere. So you can be at home, at work, in the car, on the train, um, anywhere at all you can be mindfulness because essentially being mindful is being in that present moment and accepting what's happening around you it's accepting your thoughts feelings anything that's happening um, and your environment that's that's what being mindful is without judging it another lovely informal mindful practice that you can do is mindful observation and reflection and that can involve paying close attention to your surroundings so noticing the details in your environment and this is something that you'll you'll bring into your mindful photography practice it's, it's probably the the number one thing that you'll be doing when you when you're mindfully taking photos and images. You're being aware of your thoughts and feelings, your environment and your surroundings without judgment as you go throughout the day or as you go through your mindful photography practice. So that includes being aware of your reactions and your responses to different situations and your responses to the environment as it changes around you. Um, and that helps you respond more calmly and thoughtfully rather than reacting impulsively. So th that's that's a way of really, really embedding that into your life.
So what is mindful photography? Well, mindful photography is about using your camera as a tool to anchor you in the present moment. So you're you're actually holding on to something that is grounding you. The camera can be a really powerful way to feel grounded. You are physically holding that camera, which then links you to the world and the space around you. And also looking through the lens of that camera can be a wonderfully grounding experience as well. You're actually looking through a lens and the, the square is all that you're looking at. It's all you're noticing. And you can you can actually point that at the ground if you want to and really, really have use it as a grounding practice. As we've seen, the root meaning of mindfulness is tied to careful observation, and that's about being present in an open space and free from the mental clutter that clouds our insight. And did you know that photography, much like yoga and meditation, can actually be a path to this heightened consciousness? So photography itself does actually link to the practice of meditation and mindfulness. Photography offers us a unique way to engage with the world with increased concentration and presence. It's not just about taking a photo. It's about using photography as a discipline to really deepen our understanding of the experiences that we're immersed in. John Sula, he's a well-known psychologist. He describes mindful photography beautifully. It's it's my favorite definition of, of mindful photography. He says it's like observing something for the first time, even if you've seen it a thousand times before. I absolutely love this definition because it resonates with my practice perfectly. I usually go on the same walk every day, um, twice a day, and Every single day, it looks different to me. Now, this isn't just because um, I'm noticing different things. It's because the seasons obviously are changing. The weather changes, the light changes. But within that, nature changes every minute of the day. And I can notice the tiniest changes every day. And because I go out the same walk, I notice more. I can take in more. And you might think that if you're doing mindful photography and you have to be noticing different things and 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 zooming in on, on different details every time you take a photo, that you might have to go to different places and really be quite imaginative. No, you don't. You can stay in your room. You can stay in your bedroom. Everything will look different with a different light shining on it, with a different mindset. You know, your emotions will will change how you're feeling that day will change the way that you're noticing will change the way that you're seeing things. And, you know, a leaf or a branch or a cup or a plate will look different to you and will have a different resonance and meaning to you because of how you're feeling or because of the environment or because of the light. That's the wonderful thing about mindful photography. You are seeing everything for the first time, even if you've seen it a thousand times before. And it's beautiful. It's truly about seeing, not just looking. So you're really seeing your home. You're really seeing somebody in your family, a friend, as if for the first time with a fresh, fresh perspective every single time you look through that camera, through that lens. This deep kind of knowing, this is mindful photography. So beyond just being present with a camera, it really demands nothing of the person of the subject. So it's about seeing beyond the dichotomy of subject and object. And the focus is on clear seeing and, and personal resonance. It involves 
receiving, letting go and learning to wait and, and waiting for an invitation to take a photograph. So you're letting go of judgments, you're letting go of self-evaluations, of clinging, and you're just accepting whatever comes, whatever is there when you decide to do your mindful photography practice. It really invites a deeper connection with the self, with the world and with your own experience. Seeing the world with clear eyes, it can draw us closer to a state of awareness. It can draw us closer to acceptance and meaning making, if that makes sense. It's it's not just about perceiving. It's really about understanding and about connecting on a deeper level with what you're taking a photo of. It's important to note that this practice isn't about taking better photos. It's not about technique. It's not about the equipment that you have. Certainly not. I started out um, in mindful photography with just my phone camera. Um, You don't need to have any particular um, skill at all in photography because it's about noticing details. It's about appreciating and capturing what is there with us today and not waiting for the perfect light, not waiting for those conditions um, weather, people, um, a, a stag to walk in, in, in between two, two sets of trees. It's not about waiting for that to happen. It's about noticing what is there right now. The practice of mindful photography really emphasizes how an image can transcend its subject. It, it acts as a metaphor for a deeper, often unspoken story that can come from you. It can only come from you and your experience. And an image can capture a fleeting moment or a scene, but it can also serve as a spontaneous symbol and represent the emotions and your and the experiences of what you're going through that day. The beauty of mindful photography in, in that sense as well is you've taken a photo, you've taken an image that you love. Put that image away and come back to it three hours later. Look at it. Look at the details in it. And and do you still feel the same way that you felt when you took that picture? Or have your feelings, your emotions, any sensations moved on? It can then bring an understanding to us of how fleeting these moments are. These feelings, good feelings, bad feelings, whatever you want to call them, they will fly in and out. They, they, they don't hang around. When a viewer recognises a personal resonance in a photograph, it becomes more than just a visual representation. It mirrors something with the viewer. It creates a profoundly personal and and a really transformative experience. And the purpose of mindful photography isn't just to develop skills. No, it's about growing as a person. And I personally have gained confidence, I've gained awareness, and I've gained so much acceptance through this practice. So how does this differ from traditional photography? Well, in conventional photography, the focus is usually on technical experience, composition and the aesthetic outcome of a photo. And mindful photography, on the other hand, encourages us to experience the the process. It's about the journey rather than the destination. It's not just what you see, but, but how you see it. And the benefits of this approach are as profound as they are personal. Mindful photography can lead to a deeper connection with your surroundings, heightened awareness, and it can even be a form of meditation. It allows us to slow down in a fast paced world to pause and appreciate 
what is happening right now. Okay, let's delve into a really simple exercise which will cultivate the skills you'll need to go out and practice mindful photography. And for this exercise, I don't want you to use your camera. Don't be anywhere near your camera. Leave your camera behind. You can do this exercise at home, in a room. You can do it in your garden. You can do it out in the street. You can do it for a long on a long walk in the woods. It doesn't really matter where you're doing it, but we're going to start noticing. So when you're ready, look around you. What do you notice? What patterns do you notice in your environment? Are there lines? Are there shapes? Are there zigzag patterns? Are there no patterns at all? What if you zoom in on something, and I don't mean with a camera, I mean move closer to it. Can you see any patterns now? How does the light fall in your environment? Is it grey? Are there beams of light? Are there shady spots? Is it dark? How does the light in your environment make you feel? Does the light in your environment evoke any emotions or feelings? How many colours do you see around you? How many colours are there in one colour? How many greens do you see? Greys, blues, browns. How do the colours around you make you feel? Do the colours in your environment evoke any emotions or feelings for you? Do they reflect how you're feeling at the moment or are they in opposition of how you're feeling at the moment? You can carry on this practice for as long as you want to. Carry on walking. Carry on noticing. If you have a journal with you, journal what you're finding. Write down how things are making you feel. And over the next week, I'd really like you to revisit wherever you went two or three times. And see if you can notice anything else as if you were seeing it for the first time. 
Look at the same things you looked at and see if it evokes different feelings and emotions for you. And if you want to, journal about each of these experiences and then at the end of the week, have a read through the journal and just be curious about what you find. As we wrap up this first episode, I'd like to invite you to reflect on how mindful photography might change your perspective, not just in photography, but in your own life. In the episodes to come, we'll explore various facets of this beautiful practice. We're going to be looking at different ways to do it, where you can practice mindful photography and how you can use mindful photography in different areas and transitions of your life and I'll be speaking to different experts as well on how they've used mindful photography to help them and to help their clients. Thank you so much for tuning in to Capturing Calm this week. I'm Ellie McDonald and I look forward to sharing this journey of mindfulness and photography with you over the coming weeks. If you'd like to you can follow me on Instagram at capturing.com or you can find me on Substack, capturingcalm.substack.com. And if you subscribe there, you'll be kept up to date with all of the podcast episodes that are coming your way over the next weeks. Until next time, keep capturing moments and let each photograph be a mindful discovery. <laughs>